Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Want more control over your life? You need more control over your money. Hi, I'm Jean Chatsky, and that's why I started the Her Money Podcast. From understanding your money personality to taking steps to earn more, spend wisely, invest for tomorrow, and protect it all, I can help you get there. So join me. Subscribe to Her Money with Jean Chatsky wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, welcome to Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. I'm your host, Nikki Eisenhower, life coach and psychotherapist. And on today's episode, I'm discussing the morning routine. Mornings are super important, y'all. They're how we start our day, and it is unfortunate to tragic that most human beings who are adults are waking up and starting their days scrolling on their phone. It might be the worst way we could start our day, and it's the most common. If you're out there and you've been a listener of the show, likely it's because you've struggled with anxiety, you've struggled with some depression, you've struggled with overwhelm and overthinking. I want you to be able to wrangle your morning, to own your morning, to give yourself what you need in the morning to set your day up, to set your life up for success. We talk so much about self-love and self-care and mental health and coaching and self-development. This is a very simple but deeply profound way to take charge of your mental health, to guide yourself, to love yourself. Yeah, you can do the bubble baths and the walks and meditative moments and that kind of self-care. But how you start your day is a very important piece of how you take care of yourself and your life. Each day that you give yourself a good morning, you are accruing days of goodness. You are accruing days of starting life with a clear brain with a well-taken-care-of mind. And over time, this is how we build a life of thriving. This is how we build the life that we want. For many of us, our mornings are a race against the clock. We're dodging pressures. We're feeling our to-do list for the whole day. Or we're just laying in bed, hitting the snooze button over and over and over again. It's time to rethink our morning routine. I'm here to teach you how to practice bringing in sunshine and positivity to start the day and to set us up for success and mental wellness. It's all about creating a routine that fuels your day instead of starting the day with things that drain your day. Sometimes what we really need is just a nudge in the right direction, a friendly little piece of advice or a little push to ditch those draining morning habits. 
little tweaks here and there are powerful and they can lead to some big shifts in our mood and our mindset. This whole mind, body, soul vibe thing, it's not just fluff, y'all. It genuinely transforms your day into one filled with gratitude and happiness. What we need to do is take control of our morning habits and infuse them with positivity. I want you in control of your morning, not your morning in control of you. Fun fact, many of the big names in the business, from Hollywood stars to big successful CEOs, they swear by their morning rituals. Maybe that's their secret sauce for success. Starting the day right makes a world of difference. Okay, so the first step to a better morning is setting positive intentions. And the simplest intention that we can set, believe it or not, is a smile. I call this grin and win. The very first thing that I want you to do in the morning, right after you turn your alarm off, is to smile. Yep, that's it. Don't overthink it. Just smile for 20 seconds. I want you to grin wide from ear to ear. Force it if you have to. Get that smile plastered on your face. I don't care how silly you think you look. I don't care how silly you think you feel, how busy your day is, how many appointments you've got, what's on your plate for the day or the week, or if you woke up late. If you can only do one thing for yourself in the morning, one thing, let it be smiling for 20 seconds. It might feel a bit strange at first, like trying on a new style or a new brand new shoe, but soon enough, it'll be your go-to look. It'll get worn in and comfy. Smiling has been the subject of numerous scientific studies that have explored its effects on the brain, the psyche, and overall mental health. Smiling helps release endorphins, serotonin, and reduces cortisol, all helping to reduce the body's stress response. So the next step in creating a healthy morning routine after smiling is with a chant or a catchphrase or a mantra that we repeat every day. What we call it doesn't matter. You doing it is what matters. We're going to call it mantras, just because that's my favorite word. You use your favorite word. Think about it like this. Your daily intentions are kind of like your emotional GPS. It's kind of like charting out where you want your feelings your mood, your thoughts to go for the day. Without that positive beacon, without that direction, we're just wandering around emotionally and mentally haphazardly all over the place. Just like any skill, emotions like happiness, peace, calmness in the body, in mind, in heart, in spirit, in nervous system, it needs and it benefits from practice. We aren't just a big blob of reactions to life events and external circumstances that happen in a way that feels like they're happening to us. We can actually guide our brains, our hearts, our thought patterns to lean into and feel more of what we want to feel. Peace, groundedness, even laughter, lightness, smiliness. And what's a better time to start than the very first few moments after you wake up? To take your day, to own it, to guide it. 
quick pointers when setting your vibe and choosing your mantra for the day. Keep all mantras positive. Frame your thoughts in a lighthearted, cheerful way. No heaviness. Forget I need to do, I have to do, I'll tackle this annoying day vibes. Let's toss that out the window. Let's rephrase and reframe these thoughts to something like, today is a breeze and I'm here for it. I'm going to get so much done today. Keep your mantras in the present tense. This is a very important tip. So instead of saying something to yourself like, by the end of the week, I'll finish all of this work. Instead, say something like, I accomplish great things and make progress every day. Do you feel the difference in that? Life is really challenging us to be our own best cheerleader every moment. And we can do such a better job for ourselves when we step into that personal ownership. It's important to be present in the now. Most of the time we're lost in past memories, rehashing, or we're trying to figure out future plans. Stay in the moment in this moment. Reality is right here. It's nowhere else. It's right here in front of you. It's with you. It's right now. That's why we smile right now. The past and the future, they're just thoughts. The last tip for your morning mantras is to keep them fresh. Our nifty brains love novelty, y'all. New things feel fresh. We like fresh things. It's why we don't want to eat the same thing every single day of our lives. Mix it up. Reword your daily mantra every now and then, just a little bit. Switch them out from week to week. Find a new topic. Sometimes it might be your work that needs a positive affirmation or a positive mantra. Sometimes it's something about who you are as a person or a relationship or a season of life. Meet yourself where you need to meet yourself. That's a way to honor yourself. Now it's your turn. Time to craft your very own intentions or mantras. Language is really important, you guys. It's part of what unlocks and releases our stress, our problems, and gives us the space to reframe, to try new things. So what I want you to do is I want you to actually sit with yourself. Just spend a couple minutes and write down 10 mantras. Yep, not two, not four, 10. Remember when we were little kids and we wrote our spelling words out over and over again? We want to get into the habit of not just thinking these things, but writing them down. It makes them more real. It makes them tangible. It makes them get into our consciousness. Remember your tips. Keep your mantras positive in the present and keep them flexible. Easy. Put your favorite mantras on a sticky note. Put it on your bedside table. Put it on your bathroom mirror. Put it on the fridge. Put it on the steering wheel, on the horn in your car if you get in the car every day. Every morning after your 20-second smile, chant your mantra five to 10 times. If you're willing to say it out loud instead of just in your mind, bonus points. Because then you engage a whole other sense. Your ears hearing yourself say it to you. How do you think we get programmed, y'all? 
We are doing so much work to deprogram and reprogram, and this is how. So when it comes to developing our morning routine, remember, happiness, calm, joy, gratitude, ease, lightness, these are all feelings to be practiced until they become second nature. We are living through a modern era that encourages us constantly to practice stress. We must equalize that constant invitation to stress by practicing grounding, calm, centered, self-respecting thoughts, behaviors, mindsets, and moods. These emotions don't just happen because of external circumstances and life happening to us. That's a powerless stance. I want you to be powerful in your life. Our brains need consistent nudges and guidance in the direction we wish to take them, not in the direction that life is constantly pushing us towards stress. What better way to practice positivity, a life-affirming empowerment, than by adding these very simple ideas to the first 30 seconds of your day. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Sleep Cove podcast can help you. Hi, I'm Christopher Fitton, the voice and clinical hypnotherapist behind Sleep Cove. Sleep Cove features sleep hypnosis, meditations and bedtime stories, all designed to help those of you who struggle at night to achieve a restful and peaceful night's sleep. Search for Sleep Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see why Sleep Cove helps millions of people sleep deeply all night long. So lesson two of the morning routine. After you've done your smiling and intention work from lesson one, and before you make a beeline to the coffee machine, let's chat about something kind of important and often not talked about enough when it comes to mental health. Water. Yep, it's the giver of life. It's the celestial liquid. It's nature's balm. We are made mostly of water. You get it. It's a very important thing and an easy thing to dismiss. Think of water as your body's morning magic elixir. Imagine spending eight hours in a desert. That's sort of what we ask our bodies to do while we're sleeping. When we wake up, our bodies are parched. Skipping morning water might be messing with your mood more than you think. Our brains are very sensitive creatures. Even a teeny imbalance between dopamine and serotonin, which are our happy chemicals, can send us spiraling into anxiousness or feeling blue or off or down. You ever wake up feeling cranky or foggy-brained? More often than not, that's just simple dehydration as the culprit. So before diving into your daily grind, why not kickstart the day with some water? If you're really opposed to water, the more that you drink water in the morning, your body will get used to it and will start to crave it. So do your smile routine, set those intentions and mantras, and then gulp down that good stuff. Okay, on to the breakfast debate. 
I think breakfast has always been a debate. I think it's going to continue to be a debate. The pro-breakfast people and the anti-breakfast people, there's there's a lot of (laughs) oomph in this debate. Full disclosure, breakfast and I are really, really good friends and have been for many, many years, almost a decade and a half of my life. I always start my day with some protein-packed goodness. My husband, though, not so much. He'll often hold off until lunchtime. And that's totally cool. When it comes to breaking your overnight fast, it's really all about you and what works for you. So we want to bring in a little bit of experimentation here so that you can learn more about you. Eat or don't eat in the morning. Try both ways for a week. Take some notes. See how you feel. Listening to your body, that's a smart way to go because your body has its own intelligence that is very different than the brain's intelligence, the mind's intelligence. If you are one of those people who already enjoys breakfast, that's part of your routine that you eat at the beginning of your day, then there's one thing that you absolutely 100% need to know. And it's to avoid sugar at all costs in the morning. Sugar is a big no-no, y'all, especially in the morning. And yes, processed carbs, heavy breads, pancakes, muffins, croissants, all count as sugar. Think of sugar in the morning as the roller coaster you didn't sign up for. One minute, you're on top of the world, woo-hoo, riding that sugar coaster, And the next, you're crashing hard. The ride includes free mood swings, hangry episodes, brain fog, and that pesky afternoon fatigue where we drop like a rock that crushes our productivity and makes us feel like we need a power nap. It's easy to confuse these sugar-induced mood swings for genuine mental health struggles. But remember, it's just the sugar crashing. It plays tricks on us. If you're going to munch in the morning, I strongly recommend protein. It's like the solid anchor that keeps you grounded throughout the day. So to recap step two of the morning routine, I want you to drink eight to 16 ounces of water first thing in the morning before you have any caffeine. And again, meet yourself where you are. If you have gone years and years and years without any water in the morning, If you need to start with a couple sips, I want you to count that as a win, trusting that you can change over time and build up to eight to 16 ounces of water. You get to use our planner on the morning routine PDF to plan out some high protein, easy peasy meals while doing your best to avoid sugar and processed carbs early in the morning. Because it all comes down to you. You are in charge of either grounding and anchoring yourself with a smile and an intention in the morning, or jumping on that sugar roller coaster that has highs and lows. Take your morning by the reins. It's yours. Lesson three is about morning moments and connection. When we're talking about creating a great morning routine for ourselves, I want to talk about something we often miss in our emoji-filled, notification-heavy digital lives, real genuine connection. Isn't it kind of wild how despite being so connected online with so many devices, being able to connect with people all over the world, 
We sometimes feel a tad disconnected with ourselves and in the real world. Our mornings might just be the ideal time to fix that. So for lesson three of building our morning routines, there are a few things that I want you to try. Number one, and some of you are not going to like this, but you know you need to hear it. Number one, no social media in the morning. Social media is the opposite of connection, y'all. Not only does it take us out of the present moment, but our social media feeds are often filled with anxiety and anger-inducing news or comparison-heavy highlight reels. Bombarding our brains with scrolling, scrolling, scrolling with these types of feelings first thing in the morning is the opposite of the positive intention setting that we discussed in lesson one. So instead of mindlessly grabbing our phones and doom scrolling before we even have time to wake up or think or get our brain or body going, I want you to instead connect with something around you, something like nature, your environment, plants, pets, and or family. And that might sound strange at first. You, like me, might have grown up in a home where I didn't watch anybody having a morning routine. I didn't see anybody practicing a mantra or setting an intention or intentionally connecting to what's good or natural or human around them. It's okay if it feels strange. That's how we know we're trying something really new and novel and different. Wherever you are, Really, wherever you are, I've been a city gal most of my life till this last move to more of the country. But wherever you are, there's a piece of the great outdoors waiting for you. It's right there. Maybe it's just that burst of fresh air when you open the door and step outside. Maybe it's the way the early sun casts long shadows on the pavement. The way the wind kisses your skin. Even in the heart of a bustling city, nature sneaks in. It grows between the cracks of the pavement. Look for it. Embrace it. And take a deep breath with that element of nature. It's a tiny dose of grounding goodness right at your doorstep. It's right there. It's available to you now. And it's available to you constantly. I want to call in the green squad for my next tip. These are our plants. So we have outdoor nature plants, right? And then we have our indoor plants. Maybe you over the years, like me, have turned into a plant lady or a plant guy. Plants aren't just cool decoration. Plants are our silent therapists, y'all. Chatting up your snake plant giving a little pep talk to your fiddly fig, it can work wonders to ground you, to practice centered peace and presence. Studies actually back this up. Plants can calm those anxious vibes. Plants can steady a racing heart. They can even keep our blood pressure in check. So next time you water your leafy pals, Maybe thank them for all the zen that they bring into your life. Now, most of us as highly sensitive people, we do have furry friends. Maybe we have pets that live in our homes. 
Maybe we have birds that come to visit us, neighbors, dogs, our pets, our birdies that tell us hello. These are our loyal little cheerleaders. These are examples of unconditional love. That wagging tail, those purring vibes, even the soft chirping from a birdie can give a boost like no other. They're nature's stress busters. They sprinkle our brains with feel-good oxytocin. Cuddles, scratches, belly rubs, pats, even a little chat. It's therapeutic for you and for them. And it helps start our day on the path by experiencing some joy first thing in the morning. Connection is a big part of what life is about. Good old human connection, y'all. It's important. It is an important element to our wellness, to our mental health. Even people that are more loners, who are more introverted, we still need that good old human connection with ourselves and with the tribe. So it's not just our four-legged or our winged creatures that help us connect. It's the humans in our lives. It's even the humans who are no longer in our lives. The two-legged companions that have walked our lives with us. If they're still with us and alive or still in our circles, or even if they've passed or we've outgrown each other. In the middle of the morning rush, just pause. If you live with someone, look a family member in the eyes. Look at yourself in the eyes in the mirror. If you've been a listener of the show for a long time, you know I talk about my grandmother a lot. She raised me. I've got a big picture of she and my grandfather, and she's in mid-laughter. I love looking at that picture and connecting to her. I don't just do it in the morning. I do it every time I catch that picture. Maybe it's a simple, I love you that we think, that we feel with our hearts. Maybe we say it out loud. Maybe it's as simple as looking at the person we live with and saying, thanks for making the coffee. That brief, heartfelt interaction, it's gold. Slotting in time for connection into our morning routines is a beautiful way to revitalize our mornings, to start our day with grace and gratitude. We can all benefit from genuine, soul-soothing connection. And we do have the power to offer that to ourselves. Not just in the mornings, throughout our lives. Emojis, social media, online scrolling cannot and will not give us the essence of that human connection. Thanks for checking out the morning routine, y'all. Make sure you download the free PDF at emotionalbadass.com slash morning. And let us know how these lessons are helping you to set up your mornings to thrive, to be light, to take your morning and own it. I am an emotional badass. You are an emotional badass. And together, we are where Moxie meets Mindfulness light and love. And I'll see you right here next time for a brand new episode. Bye-bye.
At a time when change is constant and we are pulled in far too many directions, we need a way to stay present to life and to increase our ability to remain calm, think clearly, and maintain our well-being. Many studies indicate mindfulness improves our mental, emotional, and physical health. On a Mindful Moment with Teresa McKee, you can learn how to practice mindfulness and enjoy its many benefits. Tune in for guided meditations and to hear tips and advice from some of the most respected experts in the fields of mental health and mindfulness. The world truly can be a better place. It all starts with a mindful moment.